Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, everyone. Thanks for sticking with us through tough times, as tonight we discuss, Do You Believe in Vampires? I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. This week on the podcast, <coughs> Carly's pick. No, it's Tony's not quite <laughs> underappreciated pick. Tony's pick. <laughs> Fright night. Shit. <laughs> Totally messed that up. I, I called Nark Night with Carly around. Oh, we were gonna. So we is this were the second? Cover it. Is this the second Tony Pick and Roll that's not quite underappreciated? After Dracula, which I, I think grossed a billion dollars, which quite. Elaine still doesn't know, and why. won like Academy Awards and stuff, and everybody has copies. You know, well, this autographed didn't by get Gary a billion Oldman. dollars. It didn't win an Academy Award. <laughs> What's the? But it did. Second most popular. Um, <laughs> what was it? Second highest grossing. Horror, horror film movie. of 1985. Of 1985. Yeah, I got that quote. Hey, you know Sorry. what else is... Um, Would you say that Showgirls is an appreciated movie? Because that's the highest grossing NC-17 movie of all time. So, not everything is what it seems. You sure like to bring up that statistic. <laughs> Are we going to have to watch Showgirls because you secretly like it? <laughs> no, that movie's so bad. Because you keep talking about it. But it's a really good twitched a little Almost it was as so much bad. as you talk know. about Star Wars. <laughs> Did you see the last Jedi trailer come out? No, I don't watch. Oh trailers. my god! I did. So, no, I did. Oh, you did. At least you didn't. I was going to say shit. I'm all by myself here. No, no, of course I did. Maze balls. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't watch trailers, but I, I, I do spoilers. know that they've like they've, they're using that movie magic shit. Oh, they're, they're fucking like, with you. Like, there's the scene where it looks like Kylo Ren and and Rey mm-hmm. are talking to each other, and you have to watch. You know, I watched it twice, and you go, "Wow, the background's not even close to the same." Yeah, for <laughs> either one of those characters, they're mm-hmm. not talking to each other. And then they put up. Um, I forget what the big theater is that shows it first or whatever, but they have a big cardboard cutout, and on one side it's like Ray and Finn and blah 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 and all that and Luke, and on the other side it's Kylo and Snook and Luke again in like a dark Ooh. suit. And you're like, you fucking with me? Yeah, <laughs> Luke's going bad. Yeah, I don't want to watch the trailers. So we probably <laughs> will get to that it. movie on this podcast because, <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? That I might be terrible. You never can I tell. I keep meaning Star Wars. to do one of the Star Wars movies, like the, the well, prequels, but Elaine will get mad. But which I don't Star have Wars a movie made the least? Jedi, maybe? And it still made a gajillion dollars. They're right? not underappreciated. All of them Although, made a bunch of money. I think a bunch of them are overappreciated. I think, they're retroa- I think the prequels are retroactively underappreciated because people liked them at the time and now look back with hatred, and I don't understand why. I think why. it's coming back, actually. I think from what I've heard and seen, people... Liked it a little bit when it came out, then everybody hated it, and now people are kind of coming back around to it, because they're kind of coming down. And that'll do it for our episode on Star Wars. <laughs> Join us next week for Fright Night. Now you don't have to talk about them on the podcast, huh? We just did. Yeah. We covered that. Vitamin. Speaking of Star Wars, hi, Ben. <laughs> and she's asleep. Don't, I don't know. Tony does have to give a shout-out. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dr. Nick. I'm ready for that. Thanks, Carlene. Oh, I thought you were ready is, for is it. Is it a shout-out to Ben, who uh, wished you well on your hysterectomy? No. Via Twitter? 
Did he? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. We're late on this episode because you were having some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I hope your, reco- your hysterectomy recovery goes well. It's really All good. All right. Enjoy it. It's like some Polaroids are going to have to <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <clears throat> Look for those on under movie dogs. What is oh, it? It's <laughs> gracious. Under, what is it? I can never remember. Movie podcast talks. I went and with the unmovie thing for our, our Gmail and our Twitter. And I follow unmovie podcast dogs. <laughs> and if we had fans, we could call them unmovie buffs. Mm. No. Or, no, no, we wouldn't. No. no. We wouldn't. Someday we'll have fans. We don't have they fans. Can pick a name for we don't have fans. We have Ben. He is a fan. No, he we have friends. People, <laughs> we have friends. You look at a fan is someone that you know you think you're better than. We have friends because I appreciate all of you listening. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, I appreciate. No, I do. That's why I pick movies that don't enjoy. Unlike some people. Mm. Speaking of Tony, Friday night. Friday night. <laughs> all right. So, release date was August second, nineteen eighty-five. We all remember where we were that day. I was one. Yeah. <laughs> so the budget was $9 million. Chris, $24 million. So it was, re- it was written and directed by Tom Holland. He wrote uh, Child's Play, Thinner. Good movie. And the uh, remake of Fright Night, which I liked, which is rare. I've never seen it. It's okay. I heard nothing good about it, so. Really? I can't imagine it w- was worse than this. You know, Colin Farrell was in it. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Like no, like I can't imagine that a remake could have been a worse movie. So <laughs> was, was not he? saying this is a bad David, movie. I'm just saying Jerry. there's a lot they could improve oh, upon. Jerry, okay. It's the same thing. They just updated it a bit. And the so Colin the dude Farrow's who plays Chris Humperdinck. Yes, and okay. and Chekhov David from the uh, Star Trek movies is Charlie. Charlie. And David Henneman, Henneman, what's his name? The Doctor Who guy. He's yeah. Peter Vincent. And they do the like uh, actually that's they, they do some high tech stuff like to break in. Yeah. They have to like you know get through the security okay. system it's, and stuff. So. That some, sounds more enjoyable. <laughs> I might watch some, that. It's got some interesting. I might stuff watch in that. It. That's and what's good. his name is pretty freaking cool in it. I'm not a fan, not a huge fan of, of Colin Farrell. No, but he was good in this. I thought he, he can be very hit or miss. Yeah. Sometimes he's good and sometimes he's so bad. <laughs> so starring in this is uh, Chris Sarandon from uh, what Princess Bride? Yes. William Ragsdale is in it. He's from Herman's Head. He's the only thing I've ever seen him in. That's what that motherfucker's in. Yeah. Oh, wow. I've never I've, seen that, but which character is he? Is that Charlie? Yeah. Okay. And Amanda Bierce from A Married with Children. Never I don't think it. I've seen yeah. her in anything else. I have not. I definitely have not. She was Marcy. That's the only thing I've ever seen her in. I'm yeah. sure she's been in other stuff, but she's most famously known as Marcy. And Roddy mm-hmm. McDowell from Planet of the Apes, and you can look his IMDb page up if you want. <laughs> Hundreds of movies. <laughs> and we're not giving you anything else. Look it up. There's well, homework this week, folks. Which character is he? He's Peter Vincent. Okay. But he's he's an old school actor. He's been in tons of movies, especially a lot of horror movies. Okay. He's Cornelius from Planet of the Apes. He's fantastic. <clears throat> so, um... We want to do what we thought or movie reviews first? I well, it's your turn, right. Booby. You do, do whatever you want. Do your reviews first, Ben. All right, let's see. So here's the good one. It sucked. <laughs> and that's just a good that one. That would be a good one for a vampire movie. All right. Oh. First review <laughs> is from Packlar. Hi, Pack. The film is okay at best. <laughs> Dowell and Sarandon are over the top, but good. The kids basically stink. <laughs> that's got to be the best. That's bad the one. good one. That's the oh. <laughs> Um... Okay, this one is from Sergeant King. 
It, Sergeant, thank you for your service. This <laughs> this movie does for vampires what an American world for London does for werewolves. Ooh. For a time, vampires were a big deal and were a big draw at the box office. Hammer Films made numerous films about the undead, and the U.S. made their share as well. But of course, people's tastes changed over time. By the early 1980s, vampires were nearly as popular weren't nearly as popular as, as they had once been. And then he kind of continues on. Basically, he's a big fan of. Big fan of this movie, and he also says Tom Island's Child's Play series. I'm gonna go with that. I haven't seen the last one, or the last, I think there's two more that just came out. Or it's like a Cult of Chucky or something. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that, but I've never seen any of them because creepy Me dolls neither. are very scary. <laughs> so yeah, bad time to tell you I'm watching that tonight. Uh uh. <laughs> so going in, what did you think, Elaine? I had never seen this. Really? Never. I, never. I never. I well, I had heard of it. Okay. I knew it was a thing. I didn't know it was about vampires. Hmm. Um, I had never seen it. I was kind of, for some reason, I was confusing it in my head with that movie. Oh, God, what now? I can't tell you what the name of that movie is. Where it had Emilio Estevez and they get lost on their way lost to a concert. Lost Boys? No, on the way to a concert. No, that's not him. <laughs> um, Emilio Estevez. Maybe it's not Emilio Estevez. <laughs> it, some white guys are going to a concert and they get lost on it the way like and get attacked by, uh, by vampires. I don't know. They, it's just What's your there's a night. The title has night in it. I don't know why you're yelling oh. at me. Oh, I, have I no think idea. I, I don't think they it. get. No, they just get like attacked by people and they get really scared and because they're in a judgment bad night. Yes. Oh. Are you out of your mind? That was like Fucking fifteen shit. years different and they had Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> in it and I think Stephen Dorff was in no, it. No, but. <laughs> Yeah, we solved the puzzle. Because <laughs> that movie had nothing to do with this, but and it no, wasn't even close. I know, but somehow in my head, because their names are similar, like I always, I like I get those kind of like I was kind of thinking, well, maybe I've heard of it. Maybe it's Judgment Night, but that's we different. Like so. Judgment Night, maybe I've never seen it. You've never seen it. I've never, never heard it's, of it. It's really, really bad, oh, yeah. <laughs> but bad in like a good way. But I was hoping to enjoy it. So it has Dennis Leary as the bad guy. Huh. I've had very you're, good. Oh, you're right Wait, now. I have, maybe I have seen that. It sounds. It right. came out in like '94. You know, I'm many moons after this. <laughs> what do you Anywho. think, Carly? Um, again, Josh just like night. with Monster Squad, it's one <laughs> of those movies that you made me watch since we've been together. But what? that I kind of get watch. confused with other yes. movies you made me watch. So I'm like, have I seen this one? I'm not sure. And then parts are familiar, you know. <laughs> I know how that goes. You watch a movie and you're like, I've seen uh, this scene yeah. maybe six so, times, but I remember nothing else. Going in, I was like, I know I've seen it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now you John. watched it. And it was, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. It was ahead, like uh, when you had us watch the Freddy movie and you had us watch the Jason movie, I knew what I was going to get. Okay. But this one, I knew I had seen it, but I had no idea uh -huh. what I was going to get. <laughs> Well, I remember watching Fright Night 2 before Fright Night. Oh, really? But I might have seen Fright Night before, but I remember watching Fright Night 2 mm -hmm. and then watching Fright Night when I was a young and I'd be going, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. But, yeah, I'd seen Fright Night 2 first because my parents had them on VHS, but not like real VHS, like I recorded off of HBO VHS mm -hmm. when that was the thing. Cause we we had know, a bunch of those. Because we had the top loader VCR that broke and you had to have the five-pound weight to keep it down. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Dad. Well, so, a yeah. a fun fact that I learned about this real quick. Um, when Fright Night came out, um, it did really good with uh, test groups. So they fast-tracked fast the sequel, the second one. 
And then that one didn't do as well, but they think they still had some steam left. So they wanted to do a third one. And the um, guy that was running it was going to make the movie. His name was Jose Menendez. And he had he was like two weeks away from starting to make the third movie. And uh, he was supposed to meet with Rod McDowell. And then uh, he didn't meet with Rod McDowell because his children killed him. Oh, the Menendez brothers. Wow. So I was like, wow, that's really weird. <laughs> His children yeah, killed that, him. I didn't know really if I was terrible. going to be able to work that in later, so I just want to throw that out there now. <laughs> that, that is weird and terrible, and I hope it wasn't because they were really not a well, fan of this series. I don't think so, but you never know. I'm going to go ahead and say it probably wasn't. <laughs> I mean, who knows? <laughs> so, quick synopsis. Uh, Charlie's an average high schooler. He has a girlfriend named Amy and a friend named Evil Ed. They hang out with a Aren't lot. Aren't they friends? Mm. He gets a new neighbor, and after a few days... Um, of at first unintentional spying finds out his new neighbor's a vampire. So what do you do? You tell your friends, you call the police. That's quick synopsis. <laughs> Alright. So movie starts out, um it's a large full moon, uh, with like red cl- red clouds streaming past it. In the background you hear a wolf howl. No music. And uh very quiet. I wasn't sure <laughs> if it was starting or not. I'm like is my bo- is the sound off? I'm like fucking Did with you the hate sound, when that and then the wolf howled, yeah. and that was real loud. <laughs> nice. Uh, we start to, we start hearing a woman speak. Uh, she's speaking seductively about the night. Um, we pan into Charlie's room and find out it's a vampire movie on his television in his room. In there, his room. It's a Peter Vincent film. It definitely has the campy old horror vibe. Um, I I liked it when he, he starts to go after the vampire and he holds his hammer and a stake up and you see the stakes backwards mm-hmm. like it's wrong. So I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> it's just so it was kind of cheesy. I thought the Foley work being done on the kissing noises <laughs> sounded like someone was kissing a balloon <laughs> rather than two people kissing. I don't know what it is, but I always notice bad kissing now. <laughs> and whoa, that's some terrible Foley work. I hope that guy got fired. <laughs> Uh, we continue panning around Charlie's room um, like we're looking for him until finally he and Amy end up on the floor next to their bed. They're making out there. Um, I like to think you were making with the love. <laughs> Obviously not. Charlie's not getting any. Yeah. She kept stopping him. She's not ready. She's not ready. Well, we know. He's real douchey. There's too. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. Then at least she's not asleep. I run here. Uh oh, pressuring a girl into sex. He was treating her like shit. I don't feel like he was pressuring her, but I feel like every time she thought she was gonna, she was like, "All right, let's do it." Then he stops paying attention to her. So like, he doesn't deserve to get laid because he's a shitty boyfriend. Put it out well, there. Not on also, Team Charlie. They also said they've been dating for a year. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, but how old are they? They're still in high school. I mean, <laughs> they're still in high school. I don't know how old they are. I don't know. Not everybody loses their virginity in high school, Tony. Some people wait till college. I waited till I got married. I don't. I'm still that. a virgin. So. <laughs> <laughs> so older Peter Vincent apparently comes on, does a prologue, and an epilogue to all these movies on his horror show. Um, now, like we were saying, it seems Charlie wants to take their makeout sessions a little farther. Um, they've been together for a year. Okay, but, I don't uh, care. <laughs> she's weary, but uh, apparently gives in to his pressuring. Like um, you do. They make out some more, and he catches a glimpse of his new neighbors. 
Uh, it's two men carrying a large coffin. One of them is only using one hand. Uh, Amy's kind of moved past her fear and is starting to get undressed a little bit. Uh, but Charlie's too obsessed with the neighbors. Uh, she gets pissed at him and runs down, runs downstairs out of the room. Like you would. Mm-hmm. And he follows. Like you do. Like, dude, boobs. Yeah. But he's like, ooh, look, I think I saw a coffin. Is it time for tit talk? No, there's not tits yet. No nipple placement? Soon, no. She was going to show him her boobs, but he wasn't paying attention to her, so he lost out. Uh, they run he? downstairs. Charlie's mom's down there, and she tries to smooth the whole argument over. Uh, Charlie blows Amy off again, and she leaves very pissed. Mm-hmm. He ignores it and continues his obsession with the new neighbor. <coughs> Which will come back and bite him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then the news uh, mentions a murder. Then from there we cut to the school where uh, Charlie's whining about a pop quiz he did poorly on. And we get to see his other friend, Evil Ed. Uh, Amy shows up and uh, still angry about Charlie being a douche. Um, you definitely see some Ray-Bans and jean jackets all around from the 80s. Some excellent fashion in the background. Yeah. Excellent. You can almost smell the Aquanet. Yeah. <laughs> from here we cut to uh, Charlie coming home, presumably from school, in his Ford Mustang. Looks like maybe he's restoring it. I don't know. It's a lot of work on it. Think about what that car would be worth now, though, if you restore yeah. it. Yeah. Mm, like, mm. Um, on his way in the house, the taxi stops off and drops off a uh, blonde lady. She's trying to find 99 Oak Street. Charlie tells her that it's next door. She's definitely giving uh, prostitute vibes, I guess. I didn't get prostitute vibes. I didn't, honestly, until they said on the news that she was a known prostitute. Mm. I didn't realize. I thought she was maybe just a friend of theirs. Who, oh, no, that's a hooker. Who dressed a little <laughs> slutty. <laughs> that's a hooker. I was kind of getting, I have sex with rich, rich men because they buy me things vibes. Not necessarily... Prostitute. That's a hooker too. Yeah, I know, but I wasn't necessarily reading straight prostitute. Gotcha. I she was kind of nicely dressed though and very clean, so I was thinking gold digger. Mm-hmm. But it's I mean they're very similar. All right. There's levels. It's you like the difference between street walker and courtesan and courtesan. Yeah, there's levels. <laughs> See, every time you say gold digger, I might have that song stuck in my head all night. <laughs> You're welcome. So Charlie goes inside and starts studying, and uh, later that evening he hears a woman scream. The next day at school, he tries to apologize to Amy, and she's very receptive at first. But while they talk, a newscast uh, comes on the school television and talks about another murder. They show the picture of the deceased. Known prostitute. And it's the prostitute. <laughs> you don't want to say to your girlfriend, I know her! Because <laughs> then it gets awkward. It's like, wait, what? Because they did say, she was at my house yesterday. prostitute. <laughs> she was at my house yesterday. I'm going to stop digging. Dead. But now she's dead. I'm going to stop digging. Someone cut her head off. <laughs> but anyways... What yeah, I don't. If I saw somebody I had just seen mur- got murdered, I don't know that I would announce it to the whole room. Yeah, I might quietly make a phone call to the police, but I wouldn't announce to the whole cat, you know, to the whole room that hey, I know that chick. Yeah, but you tell the police you saw somebody before, you know, right before they died. Then every breath you take, every move you make, they'll be watching you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case, it might have been okay. <laughs> every single day. Every so Charlie, you fake. Charlie basically. Uh, Pisses Amy off again, and she smashes, I guess, a manwich in his face. Sloppy Joe. Yeah, Sloppy Joe manwich. This is definitely Sloppy Joe. Sloppy There's a point here where she she keeps apologizing, and she's like, "I'm so sorry too," and I'm like, "Why are you fucking apologizing?" Because <laughs> she's a bit of a wet blanket. It she was pissed mean to him. me off. She was mean to him. 
No, she was not. She was. <laughs> she got really angry when she she did get really angry for kind of she did go like zero to sixty. But if yes, she was had cause, but at the same yeah. time, she did get irrationally angry. But very if, fast. if a guy's been trying to get with me, and I'm finally like, you know what, I think I'm ready, and then he just ignores me, <laughs> then I think that's enough reason to not feel sorry about being pissed off. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's young, she's in love, yeah. they're in high school, high school people don't make good love decisions. That's not true. They also don't really stand up for their own best interests, so... Oh. Well, um, evil laughs, but uh, about the man witch in the face, uh, like you would, and uh, also says that they the second the victim is the second murder, and they found them which both had their heads cut off. He thinks that's pretty funny. Now, yeah. Did anyone else get a very strong Beavis and Butthead thing from him? No, because Beavis and Butthead didn't exist yet. Well, I know, but now it does. <laughs> Uh, he's just a typical, like, stoner oh. schmuck character. And we get the You're So Cool Brewster line. Later, Charlie gets home again and uh, can't stop thinking about his neighbor. Um, he goes into his neighbor's yard and starts snooping around and pulling on, I guess it's a basement door. That Storm cellar, yeah, throwing? down to the cellar. Anybody else think this sounds just like the Burbs? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then the roommate shows up and scares him off. Who... Has a very creepy smile. His, creepy dude. He's a very creepy dude. He's probably the creepiest person <laughs> in this movie. And that's saying something. <laughs> <laughs> because there's some creeps. That night, uh, Charlie breaks out his binoculars and popcorn and pretty much does a stakeout on his neighbor's place. Otherwise known as a peeping Tom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's illegal. Yes. Um, if it, eventually, he passes out. Uh, he wakes up to seeing his neighbor and a lady friend having some naked time in front of the window. Yeah, man. Now this is time for tit talk. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good Go boobs. Ahead. Bad boobs. Anybody have thoughts? Good boobs. <laughs> All right. I, I don't remember thinking that they were fantastic or not fantastic. So. I've seen better. <laughs> Those Friday the Thirteenth boobs are going to be hard to beat. Mm. We should do a, a damn nipple place. We should do a top ten. <laughs> We'd have to relook at all the boobs. Okay. All right. <laughs> we have to. <laughs> Not my idea, though. Just to be social. Just yeah. Just because she wants to, I think mm -hmm. we should suffer through it, Tony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Better boobs in the last movie. What was the last movie? That the boobs? nipple cutters or the glass cutters? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Hot kickboxer. Mm-hmm. So the man, the, his neighbor, is behind the woman and goes to bite her. He has very large fangs. He stops when he realizes Charlie's watching him. He then pulls the shade down, and as he does, you can see he has really long fingers. Charlie right. yeah. freaks out and runs into his mother's room and wakes her up. Mommy, mommy. While explaining it to her, he sees his neighbors uh, moving some trash bags around. Charlie runs outside and hides in the bushes nearby. He watches Jerry uh, throw a small purse to his roommate, Billy. You forgot something, he says. Um, it's like I'm there. Keep going. At this point, <laughs> at this point, Charlie's mom comes out of the, the door calling for him. The two guys, you know, notice this. And she look stock around. blocks him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jerry's eating an apple. Walks over to Charlie and throws the apple towards his towards where he thinks Charlie's at. It rolls over and you can see the whole inside of the core is gone. I don't get that, but that's cool. Because the in, there's um, apple seeds 
have arsenic in them. Yeah. So he ate the poison. Yeah. Because he's evil. <laughs> I think that that's what that was. Right. I don't get why he eats fruit. He's a fruit bat. Even though I read <laughs> in the trivia that the director had this thing that maybe he was part, part fruit, fruit bat, bat, but it didn't make no sense. <laughs> he's a fruit bat. We're going to go with that. Either way, it reminded me of the old the Halloween Reese's Peanut Butter Cups yeah. commercials where he eats the peanut butter first. Ever seen those? Yeah. And mm-hmm. they get the two fang marks in the peanut butter. You know what would be good right now? No. Peanut butter cups. It would mm-hmm. <coughs> Only we were sponsored by Reese's. That's <laughs> never going to happen. I don't think they sponsor podcasts. Only we were, we could be the first. But only we were sponsored by Reese's. Mm. We have to hope for things like Squarespace and... Um, Audible. <laughs> and MeUndies. MeUndies. Or Warby Parker. Then we can all get glasses. And bet DSI. If you're going to bet, bet with Bet DSI. Take their money. You bet on whether or not we like these pot these movies. Oh, they'll. I bet bet DSI will take the action. So Charlie continues to try to convince his mother that Jerry's a vampire, but no luck. Um, then he well, go- who would believe that? I know. <laughs> but then it cuts to him trying to convince Amy, and no luck there either. Amy thinks it might be some kind of weird trick that he's pulling to get her back, um, but he says fuck it and, and goes to the police because <laughs> you know. <laughs> In every other movie, they're like, oh, you can't go to the police. And this one, they're like, let's go to the police. But unfortunately for him, this isn't Stony Brook PD. No. Because no. they are spectacular. Policeman follows uh, Charlie over to Jerry's house <laughs> and questions his roommate, Billy. Stony Brook would have been like, oh, you got a vampire? Let's get the sticks. <laughs> we, got a, like, we got a couple guys left. <laughs> we got a vampire unit we'll send specifically. Headed up by Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Bring silver bullets just in case. Him in the nards. Uh, so yeah, he takes the policeman to question Billy, uh, and he does. But Billy seems to have an answer for everything. Probably not the first time he's had to do this. No. Uh, Charlie gets anxious and asks to see the basement. Billy loves this and asks why. And Charlie blows up and starts with the vampire stuff and sleep of the sleep of the undead. And the policeman apologizes and very angrily leaves. Yeah, because up until this point, he was sort of coherent about how his neighbor yeah. is murdering women, yeah. and it didn't sound too too crazy. It yeah. was at least investigative-worthy. Yeah. check it but out. But now he sounds like some... Crazy person. ...person who's watched too many monster movies mm-hmm. all hopped up on candy and Coke products. <laughs> I'm hopped up Mountain Dew. I'll spider kick you. Or scissor kick you. So the, uh... Ricky Bobby? Talladega Nights? Shake and bake. Shake and bake! So uh, uh, the cop rolls out, and uh, Charlie's left alone standing in the street. Um, And and just as he's standing there, all the street lights come on. Billy stares out the window, stares out the deck and down at him and looks at him. And all the neighborhood kids start running for home. (laughs) Street lights. Street lights. Mm -hmm. I had that rule growing up. Me too. Everybody did. It's like, street light! Boom! Gone! (laughs) So Charlie hauls ass over to his friend Evil Ed's house. Uh, Apparently... Ed's a little more savvy when it comes to monsters. He keeps asking him not to call him evil, though. Yeah. Like, this is not a nickname he enjoys, which is why I don't think they're friends. Really? Um, I but think speaking they're of people who make I money... I think they're at least acquaintances. Well, they're definitely acquaintances, they're but I don't feel like... I don't feel... I feel like maybe Evil Ed is the kind of guy that tries to be your friend, but Charlie just mostly ignores, and then all of a sudden he's got a problem, mm-hmm. so then he goes to Evil Ed, and speaking of people who make money... Evil Ed makes eight bucks. He does. Mm-hmm. 
Um, For his uh, well, vampire well, knowledge. <laughs> well, evil doesn't believe him either, but uh, Charlie gives him some cash. Eight bucks, apparently. So he plays along. Evil, evil says, uh, hold on to a cross, but only if you have total faith in it. And get some garlic, holy water. Charlie asks, is that all? Evil says, I'm afraid so, but the big one is a vampire cannot enter your house unless he's in- invited first by the owner. Well, I also heard somewhere that that's just really more of a, of a guideline. It's bad luck. I've heard that somewhere. <laughs> I wonder where that is. I'm, I'm, it'll come to me later. Is it like the Pirate's Code? <laughs> it's more of a set of guidelines? Yeah. Keep to the code. <laughs> Jack. Depends on what lore you're going with. Oh, is that it? Shit. <laughs> so we cut back to Charlie's house. It's nighttime. Um, he's nailing his window shut uh, when his mother calls him down. You see, she has some company she wants him to meet. Mm. Guess who it is? Prince yeah. Humperdinck. Nah. He gets Humperdinck. downstairs. It's Jerry. And he's like, Jerry. Actually, he looks like a Jerry. And he has some cool ass. He doesn't look like a Jerry. He looks like a Prince Hyper. He looks like his name could be named Jerry. Jerry Humperdinck. Jerry Humperdinck. Go with Jerry, Jerry hum- Humperdinck. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I could 100 percent buy that his name is Jerry Humperdinck. <laughs> Please go. I don't want to be in this conversation. So he goes downstairs. It's Jerry. Jerry has awesome theme music, and he's drinking a Bloody Mary. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's got tomato juice. That's a fruit. There you go. Um. He uses some great layered um, veiled threats at Cherry, and I really enjoy that part. This light veil, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking eat your soul. <laughs> he says, "See ya soon." And, uh, Charlie's freaked out. Well, that would freak me he out. Runs upstairs. Um, falls asleep with his cross in his hands, and uh, wakes up when he hears someone walking on his roof. So he thinks. He investigates. Uh, it's just some tree branches on a window. Glad that's all settled. Then we cut to Charlie's mom's room. She's sleeping, and Jerry Dandridge is sneaking around in the room. Mm-hmm. He breaks her. He breaks her door so she can't come out, and then uh, sneaks into Charlie's room. Um, Charlie comes back into his room and starts spying again on Jerry's uh, house. Um. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry walks over and grabs Charlie by the throat. He says that we wouldn't want to wake your mother, Charlie. Then I'd have to kill her, too. He throws Charlie around uh, the room, throws him through his closet door, roughs him up a, uh, I'm a like, bit. I thought you didn't want to wake her up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he it was just kinda, threw him through a door. I think that was just a don't scream. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just fucking with him. He's like, I'm going to be as loud as I want, but you, mm. you stay quiet. You shush. He threatens <laughs> him, scares him pretty bad. Uh, and then Charlie do, or uh, Jerry does something that I, one of the reasons I like this movie. Uh, he gives him a choice. He says, if you forget about me, and I'll forget about you. But Charlie's an idiot. He doesn't do that. He tries to hold up a cross on him. The stat gave that same kind of thing to, in um, Interview with a Vampire. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you the choice I never had. <laughs> but that was you become a vampire or you die, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't... If you stop bothering me, I'll stop bothering you. I would have been like, yes. But (laughs) but in an interview with the vampire, Louis wanted to die. He was doing all these suicidal things. So Lestat was giving him a real choice. It wasn't like a fake choice. Mm -hmm. You want to die? I got you. I can kill you or you can live forever. And he learned that he really didn't want to die because much like Tony, he wants to live forever. Mm. Who wants to live forever? Not me. When love must die. Yes. So, um... He holds, uh, Charlie holds the, tries to hold the cross up. Jerry knocks it out of his hand. 
You got that starts, faith. Starts to push him out the window. Uh, he lifts the nailed window shut with his pinky, by the way. Which <laughs> is pretty awesome. Uh, Charlie rams a pencil through JD's hand, and it fucks him up a little. Not I know. Like, I think he well overreacted to the pencil in the hand thing. Because yeah, he walks away and like looks at it, and then he starts overreacting. Yeah. Isn't this where his face kind of morphs? Yeah. yeah. Which is. I wrote down, Sloth loves Chunk. <laughs> this is where I wrote down, this is where the money went for the... Um, because it was very strange. Like, he started to transform, but it was very disfigured and mushy and reminded me of Sloth from the Goonies. Mm. It's weird. I wish we could do Goonies. Hmm. We can do oh, whatever we well, want. Tony will do it, so it's underappreciated. Yeah. <laughs> I found three people didn't like it. Carly's never seen it, therefore it's underappreciated. That is true. I have never seen it. You've never seen the fucking Goonies? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Well, anyway, I got nothing. I actually, actually, if Aaron listens to this episode, I will hear about that. Like that's that's gonna actually surprise some people. <laughs> I feel like you should have to watch Goonies before you see the next Avengers movie because how will you know about? Because she needs to see where what's his name begun to see him before he's. Uh, Oh, Josh Brolin? Yeah, she needs to see the beginnings of Josh Brolin mm. before she sees him in his ultimate role. And what's his ultimate role's name? Thanos. Good job. Way to pull it out. You know, like, knew it. I, it, was, it, it was, I was... He's difficult. also Cable. He is yeah. technically between two worlds. Be, no. He's still Marvel, but it's... He's wonderful, and I love Josh Brolin, but how will she know? Yeah. She needs to see him from the beginning of his run of wonderfulness. Yeah. <laughs> he wears a headband, so... Yeah. No man has ever pulled off a headband quite like Josh Brolin. There, there's Josh Brolin and then Axl Rose. Like, that's and the Rainbow. order. Well, R- Rambo's three. So. Yeah. And, um... Uh-oh. I was going to... got a fourth. Richard Simmons. <laughs> well, no, it's funny because I was going to go with Ben Stiller from the uh, Dodgeball movie. <laughs> which oh, was White very... Goodman. Yes, which was a Richard Simmons sort of a evil Richard Simmons, if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody makes me believe The Ocho. Blood. So, J.D. yells at Charlie, but this wakes Charlie's mom up. And she starts banging on her door. What's all this ruckus? Jerry's pissed. I heard a ruckus. <laughs> yeah, down on this ruckus. I can't get out my room. I can't get out my room. Pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what accent you were doing, but... Oh, I was at the breakfast club. Can you describe the ruckus? <laughs> describe the ruckus? I was just doing a funny You say voice. ruckus, I go breakfast club. I don't... <laughs> that's a good movie. I wish we could do that, too. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> no, I try to do movies and be like, that's mine! Okay. I want to do Flash Forward <laughs> but okay. not well, next. Just do it and stop arguing about it. Jordan <laughs> for the shadow. Elaine's next pick. <laughs> no, next pick. See, she keeps passing up gold for shit movies that I don't want to watch. <laughs> so Jerry leaves. Charlie calms his mom down and uh, gets her back to bed. He starts to watch another horror movie. Because uh, that's helped so far. Why <laughs> is he doing this to himself? <laughs> and then he gets a phone call. It's Jerry. Surprise. Hello, he says, uh, I just destroyed your car, and I'm going to kill you tomorrow night. And then he hangs up. <laughs> Which, how come... I mean, a few words, really. Just, how come Mom is not concerned about the fact that his car is destroyed? This never comes up. No. You know, but that's some cold-blooded shit to do to somebody. Like, I just destroyed your car. Cold I'm going to kill you tomorrow. Man. Have a good night. Is but you're not like, going anywhere. It's just like in Jennifer's body where, uh, what's her name, had a single mom who was working nights and just could not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Lucy's parents in Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> so alleged parents. We never saw them. 
so afterward, Charlie see, after the film, Charlie sees Peter Vincent uh, doing his uh, you know monologue again, and uh, Peter shows uh, footage from one of his films where he kills stakes and kills a vampire. So of course he goes to see him the next day and tries to convince him to help him kill his vampire neighbor. Because doesn't he say he's killed like I don't know sixty vampires while they were something? Yeah. He he gives a number. Yeah. I've killed this many vampires. He's like, oh, this is the guy I eat. Yeah. Like he really thinks this shit this is, is real. This is why I wrote down I believe in vampires. <laughs> so he goes to see Peter and uh, asks him to help him kill Jerry. Uh, Peter reacts like you would expect by locking his car door and getting the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. But then Amy and Evil stop by to check on Charlie. He's sitting on his bed sharpening wooden stakes. His room's filled with candles, garlic, and crosses. He explains that he's going to go stake his neighbor Jerry once the sun goes down. I, I don't know. Why wait until the sun goes down? I don't know. Now he's going to be powerful. Ooh, that's when we'll go. <laughs> he tells him Dandridge keeps killing people and he has to stop him. Uh, Amy convinces Charlie that she and Ed are going to go try to talk to Peter Vincent and see if they can get him to listen to him first because he doesn't want to go there by himself, especially at night. Mm-hmm. So Amy and Ed go see Peter Vincent. He reluctantly lets them in to talk. They explain for a little bit that uh, Charlie's probably crazy and um, if Peter Vincent could do some kind of vampire test on Jerry, maybe it would jog him out of it. Uh, Peter Vincent says that's stupid, but uh, Amy bribes him with some money. So he says, okay. Back at uh, Dandridge's place, the phone rings. Billy gets it. It's for Jerry. Um, It's evil, Peter Vincent and Amy. They explain that they want to all come over and prove prove that Jerry isn't a vampire to Charlie. Jerry agrees, but he won't have any crosses or holy water because, you see, he's been reborn recently. (laughs) Sure. So Jerry agrees to it, um, and the next night they all meet at Dandridge's. They tell him. It's it's gonna be fake holy water. Yeah. Air quotes. It's just regular water that I'm putting in a container. This is where we get a shot of all the clocks in his house. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a lot of clocks. <laughs> well, maybe he's got a punctuality thing. It's very strange. Well, he has to go to bed at a specific time, <laughs> and he can't wake up until a specific time. <laughs> I mean, I can see if he had a different clock in every room, but that's like a whole wall of mm-hmm. clocks. That's craziness. I've actually been in somebody's house that had a wall of clocks, but the wall of clocks was like four. They were just various sizes, and it was really cool. But this was like creepy, obsessive. <laughs> Did you count? No. Because you know what I'm going to do next time that you're off? Count how many clocks? He's going to hang a whole bunch of clocks. <laughs> I'm <in> Walmart. <laughs> you got to make sure they're all different. You can't just buy the same $2 clock. Or what? Or you'll like it less? Because it's not as cool unless they're all different. Yeah, it's not nearly as creepy if they're all the same clock. But <laughs> is it? Is it? What if they're all it's off? It so by is one? not. What, what if they're all off by one minute? <laughs> oh, I have. I'll tell you which I one's right. I <laughs> regularly go into someone's house where they have, like, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. 17 clocks that chime on the 15 minute and none of them chime at the same time. <laughs> it drives me crazy. So then it's just music all the time. <laughs> so, so they all roll over to Dandridge's house, Jerry, and uh, they go inside. Um, it's Billy. He he says he'll be down in a minute. And then he comes down the staircase. Here comes Jerry Humpernick eating fruit. <laughs> all slow says hi to everybody and then grabs Amy's hand and kisses it, it all says, creepily charmed mm-hmm. 
He says, isn't that what vampires are supposed to do? And everybody laughs. Yeah. They all make fun of uh, Charlie, basically, for believing that Jerry's a vampire. But eventually, Charlie gets pissy and asks about the holy water. And uh, Vincent, there's some pretty, pretty good little subtle tension in the scene. Um, and uh, Vincent goes, okay, cool. And he brings out a little vial tells him to drink it. Um, there's a second where he's holding it like, oh, this better be fake. <laughs> Yeah. But he drinks it. Okay. It's really neat, though, actually. If you watch the scene, I really love that scene. Because um, it's some really good, subtle shit going on. Because, like, Jerry's getting ready to drink it. And if you watch, Billy moves in close. Like, if we got to grab these motherfuckers, if it's real, you know, and that kind of shit. It's pretty mm -hmm. neat. But, um, either way. Um, so, he, I don't know. He holds it up to the fire. I don't know if that's part of anything. But he kind of holds up the fire and looks at it. And then drinks it. He wants to make sure there's no roofies in it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Are there vampire rubies? Yes, they're called flories. Also, aren't vampires supposed to be kind of afraid of fire? So maybe that was a little extra. It depends in the lore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I heard that somewhere recently. <laughs> Somebody told me about it. It was <laughs> insightful. <laughs> so nothing happens. Um, everybody's satisfied except Charlie, of course. Uh, but he realizes he's in danger inside a vampire's home and goes, goes along with it. And then the group all kind of gets together, says their goodbyes. Uh, Jerry flirts with Amy a little bit, uh, says some cool stuff to Evil. And then uh, Vincent walks away, and his old hunter instincts get the best of him. And he pulls out a uh, little mirror, compact mirror, and looks. And in the reflection, Jerry doesn't have just Jerry doesn't have one. And then he gets scared and drops it, leaving a small piece of mirrored glass on the floor. And then everybody laughs, and they all leave. Uh, and while uh, Jerry's walking around, he steps on the mirror piece. And he knows. And now he knows. Outside, dun, dun, dun. outside, Peter Vincent can't get the fuck out of there quick enough. Uh, Cherry because makes... he probably doesn't actually believe in vampires. <laughs> and <laughs> now his whole world is shook. <laughs> uh, Charlie makes Peter explain to him what happened, and he's like, okay. And, but then Peter gets the shit out of there. Like you would. Yeah. Uh, from here, we see Amy, Charlie, and Evil all walk home. Uh, specifically, they're going to walk Amy home first. Apparently, she lives really far away. Really far. <laughs> really far. Like, so like far, how do they go to the same town? <laughs> she lives across town. Now, he couldn't drive her home, though, because his car is destroyed. destroyed. And it's funny he doesn't bring that up to his friends. Like, um, he destroyed my car. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so. So, on the way, uh, Ed says they should make a short take the shortcut that he knows down this back alley. Yeah. Charlie says, no way, they need people and lights. Ed says, fuck that, I'm not scared, and leaves. I guess he missed the whole talk about the mirror. Mm -hmm. So he fakes Charlie out, pretending that he got bit. And uh, after the prank, he heads down the alley by himself anyway. And Charlie and Amy go off by themselves. And what happens? He starts to get a little nervous, though. Um, he feels like he's being followed, which is good because he is. Um... He sees Jerry step out of the shower, uh, out of the smoke, and uh, he, I assume he hears his theme music. <laughs> Suddenly, vampires don't seem so funny anymore, and he runs his ass off. But then he comes through this cut through that he knows that has no end yeah. <laughs> except for dead ends. Yeah. 
at the end of it is a dead end. Um, Carly, what did I tell you last week about pulling on strings? Oh, goodness. <laughs> While we're watching, like, why did he cut through here? Doesn't he know his well, way through? He may have gotten scared and took the wrong way. It's a vampire. I can't wait for one of your movies. Maybe I'm pulling was... every fucking string there is. <laughs> how many times have vampires chased you? We're not 100% Never. sure well, how many vampire powers this guy has. I don't either. go through they don't, alleys ever they anyway. Don't, <laughs> but they don't give us a litany. So maybe, this, maybe it was an illusion created by evil... Jerry I think, Humperdinck. I think empty alleys, if, with or without vampires, they're they're creepy, and I avoid them. I don't want to go down. Well, the what alley. he needs to do is put a bunch of big steaks on a treacher butt. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a butt. <laughs> I will say that as women, dark alleys have different dangers. I'm not than going as through. Men. Really? <laughs> as women, because. Because it's know. well now it's well known that if you that's where rapes happen in the dark alleys. Men can get raped. Yes, well, guess true. what? You know where it happens? In the dark in the alleys. <laughs> oh, goodness. Which some would call a dark alley. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> so Jerry turns to mist, and uh, the, the alley fills up with mist. He backs himself up against the wall. Then the mist disappears. Uh, Ed starts to walk forward a little bit, and then Jerry appears behind him. Scares the shit out of him. He didn't hear his theme music that time. <laughs> he explains to Edward that uh, he's not here to kill him and that he understands what it's like to be different. He offers Ed his hand and Ed takes it. It's creepy, long fingernailed, weird hand. <laughs> this was a, this was 85. Men couldn't get manicures yet. <laughs> but it was weird. Like Sometimes he had normal man hands and then sometimes he had these long skinny fingers with these long fingernails. Because he's a vampire and he's going to eat him. <laughs> so Amy and Charlie hear Evil scream, uh, but they think he's fucking with them again. Uh, but then they see Jerry. They get scared to death and run their asses off. Jerry seems to teleport around, cutting them off every time they find a way out. So they duck into this uh, 80s club to hide. And then it gets really cool. <laughs> or weird. <laughs> Meanwhile, Evil, <laughs> Evil Ed no, goes, no, cool. goes to see Peter Vincent. Cool, weird, could be the same. <laughs> and explains uh, he's a vampire now and that he's disgusted by the whole fake Peter Vincent thing. He attacks Peter, but Peter slaps a cross on his forehead, burning the shit out of him, uh, and, and drives the vampire out of his apartment. Back at the club, Charlie calls the police, and they're not interested. <laughs> Obviously, they aren't Shadowbrook. Yeah. My Shadowbrook PD would have, you know, would have been from the, the Black area. Lagoon, and they're like, yep, I'm in. <laughs> um... In the movie, the you know, mm -hmm. back, then they all charged him like, I know. that's what you what do. Shit. We like, got this. That would freak everybody else out. Like, I'd take a second, but not those guys. Nope. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> They're on it. For. <laughs> so then he calls Peter Vincent, um, but while he does that, uh, Jerry rolls in and uh, I guess he mesmerizes Amy. A little bit. I would think mesmerizing. That's one of the things mm -hmm. why I think maybe he could make that illusion of a dead end. Because he definitely mesmerizes it's her. Kind of the whole, it's kind of the whole Dracula thing again. Because he has pictures of an Amy in his mm -hmm. apartment. And he says that she looks like him. Or looks like her. And then whenever they're together, she's a little taken with him. But you don't know if he's using powers or she's just you know, taken well, with him. Well, he's very handsome. So or this what? movie is a cross between Dracula and the Burbs. Yes. I mean, I do have to it's say Dracula that... <laughs> Let me give Jerry Humperdinck his due. He's a very handsome man. And he is. her boyfriend has been treating her terribly. So how do you and get, this, you know, 
if you're very working with Cheech suave, and Battle, what do you do with fuck the next guy? Because that, that'll show him. This suave older man who was trying... prostitutes. But she doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. It's paying attention to her, and sometimes when you're with a high school boy, you just think, well, if I could only be with a real man, I wouldn't have to put up with this crap. Which is not true. No. But because when you, you deal with real that. men, you're putting up with that crap. It never but ends. you don't know that. You think, if only I could be with someone older and more mature, and here is this suave older, much older, mature man. <laughs> and I think he does mesmerize well, her a little bit. Hundred? Oh, well, you're much older than I a know. teenager. I know. I know. I'm just joking. It's creepy. Well, the, well then we got to stop hanging out at the high school, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I love old, them old redheads. Old all right, all right, all right. Well, that just sounds creepy. You didn't even say it right. I know. So Jerry does some seductive moves on her on the dance floor. But yeah, she he isn't, does. She hasn't fully taken in yet. So to dance some more. Uh, Amy sees <laughs> that he has no reflection and then starts to get into it. I wrote in my notes, which I for- totally forgot, and I looked down and it says, you know what this movie needs? A dirty dancing segment. If only they could dance. Because <laughs> the dancing is not good. But the, one of the reasons I think that she's under a spell is while maybe originally she was like, oh, okay, He's paying attention to me. She sees he has no reflection. She knows something's creepy. She can't seem to get away, though. Yeah. Like, she... Now she's going, oh, shit. But she still can't seem to really... Yeah. Even when she gets away, she comes right back. Well, when he, he also says, tries to kiss on her neck, and she pulls away from him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, calm down. You know. Like, she's really trying yeah. to be in control, but she can't. There's some gross kissing and making out. So it's like he's board. cracked. That shit's just calling her, man. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie, or uh, they start dancing hot and heavy on the dance floor, and uh, Charlie rushes him and swings on Jerry. Jerry catches his fist. Says, bitch, please. And tells him, he says, uh, you can't kill me. And uh, Jerry says, I don't want to kill you. He says, um, come back to my house and bring Peter Vincent if you ever want to see Amy again. But then on his way out, uh, a couple bouncers run up on him. And uh, Char- Charlie snatches Amy away and get in Jerry's way. And Jerry tells him to get the fuck out of his way, but they don't. So uh, he beats shit out of him, basically. He grabs the one mm-hmm. guy, picks him up con style, and throws him across the room. Which was weird, because it seemed like he was trying to hide that he was a vampire, and then he went all vampire on them. Mm-hmm. He didn't go vampire, he well, went he badass. Amy. Well, didn't he show one of them, like his yeah, fangs or yeah. something? Like, he, he went vampire. He, yeah. he did not keep up the masquerade. Well, he said, right out of my there. way, and the guy said, no, move me. And then, you know, Amy's getting away, so, you know. You got to do what you got to do. Time's up. <laughs> Prince won't find out. I don't get it. So, Charlie. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so Charlie comes out. Um, in uh, Char- uh, Well, they get separated. There's After the bouncers are torn up a little bit, everybody screams and makes a hit, breaks out of the club and gets mm-hmm. the hell out of there. Everybody gets separated. and uh, But... Jerry ends up getting Amy and taking her out. Charlie can't seem to get out fast enough. And then at the end, he finally does get out. He run, he sees all of uh, Jerry and Evil Ed and everybody in the back of the, the Jerry's Jeep, and they drive off. And Evil is laughing at him with his big fangs and burned head. So now it's, let's see. So desperate, Charlie runs to Peter's house, or his apartment, I mean, and... Uh, Peter's obviously hesitant to let Charlie in and makes him grab a crucifix first. Charlie explains that uh, what went down at the club, but Peter's not hearing it. He's packing and he's getting the fuck out of town. 
But Charlie tells him that Jerry has Amy and is going to kill her if they both don't show up. And there's a nice little moment where Peter says, look, you know, I'm not this guy. I'm just some old man. I only came because they paid me. Yeah. But Charlie begs him and he ends up going anyway. So from there we pop over to JD's house. Uh, He's sporting the Vector Research Tape Deck Stereo. It's high five, baby. Yeah. High five. And he puts on his theme music. I think that's like... Like for real. It's like two, <laughs> it's like 240p. So yeah. If I had theme music, I would play that shit all the time. He has it on tape though. He puts the tape in and it plays his theme music. You get home, you're gonna do some vampire shit. You just put on your music yeah, and go. <laughs> hey, hey, the only way I know how to seduce a woman is by playing my theme music. <laughs> When's the last time you seduced a woman? Last time she played her theme music. That's true. <laughs> Which was. I don't know. It never, because I don't have theme music. But if I had theme music, that's how I would seduce you a woman. You had to break it. <laughs> so, I just wanted to throw it out there. So Jerry put Amy... And the women have tried to hit on you recently, I'm just saying. That's true, but I wasn't purposely being seductive, because we weren't playing my theme music. <laughs> Got you there. Yep, and you know what a theme music is? Sir mix a lot. I like oh. Big Boss, it's weird. <laughs> really? No! <laughs> I didn't think so. That sounded weird. Maneater. That's where Carly lost it. My theme music is Maneater, which my sister Audra will go, yes! Audra, thank you for listening. <laughs> I like your Jeep. So Jerry has Amy in his fuck room, which is basically an animal fur on the ground with a roaring fire and his vector research tape deck plan. She's wearing curtains. I guess. Something. I don't know. <laughs> um, he has his shirt open, and it's business time. <laughs> they make out for a bit. Um, Is he wearing his business socks? <laughs> I don't know. They don't show it that far down. Did he take out the recycling? I think he awesome. did. It's not part of it, but it's important. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy that wouldn't neglect his recycling. Okay, good. Um, so they start making out for a bit, and man, JD gets sloppy. He goes for the bite. But Amy tenses up. But, I mean, we've all been there, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, if I could tell you how many times it's happened to me. Well, you have to do a little bit more foreplay. And, and then, then, there's the, you know, then there's the man-eater who's actually trying to eat men. Well. <laughs> I know a fun fact about this scene. We don't want to hear it. Yeah, because <laughs> she has to, she takes her top down. Yeah. And she was apparently really nervous about this mm-hmm. and didn't want anybody on camera to see, or anybody on the set to see her boobs, so she put what? duct tape over her boobs. Ah! One way to do it. Duct tape? <laughs> She has to take that off. I don't. <laughs> Carly, let go of your boobs. No one's going to put duct tape on. <laughs> Folks, Carly's holding the boobs right now. It's, it's, not a, duct tape it's a real fun fact. Duct tape? What about masking tape? <laughs> you can see through masking tape. Painter's tape. Hey, hey. Blue painter's tape. <laughs> you know the old saying, if you can't duck it, fuck it. She didn't want them to fuck it, so uh, she ducked it. Oh. Oh. No. Ouch. <laughs> so after a little more foreplay, he uh, goes for the big bite and uh, gives it to her. She he drinks yeah, at least drinks at least three or four vitae from her because vampire powers ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big fight coming up. Who knows? He might need some celerity, some oh, protean amylism. Who knows? And, and then we get the cool bloodline. <laughs> I like how we have listeners right going, what the fuck is he talking <laughs> about? I don't I don't know. Know. We also have listeners people. going, I know what that is. But I, I have to say, I think... Ed would, is evil. Ed is definitely the Gangrel. Well, oh, he does Jesus. wolf it out. Yeah, I'm just. Oh saying. shit! So Charlie cautiously approaches JD's lair, uh, and Peter jumps out with his bag of tricks: stakes, hammers, crosses, flashlights, holy water. 
Cherry asks, well, what about Billy? He's his roommate. Uh, but don't worry. Peter's packing. He has a small caliber revolver with him. He says, Billy walks around during the day, so he's human. Of course. That's it. The only monsters in the world are vampires. That's it. <laughs> and as they start to walk closer, Obviously. the front door opens. They walk up the long steps of the stairway, um, and Peter starts to have second thoughts. But then uh, Jerry walks out, rubbing his coke nail across the banister, tearing it all up. Creepy. He's mm -hmm. confident and smirking and says, Welcome to Fright Night. For real. Oh, the titular line. Yeah. Charlie asks, Where's Amy? He says, uh, She's up here. All you gotta do is get by me. Peter jumps at Jerry with a large metal crucifix. Back, spawn of Satan. <laughs> Jamie I, LOLs. I love how he's like, Psh, you don't believe. <laughs> he grabs the cross and crushes it. He says, really? You have to have faith for that to work on me. Which was funny, because it worked on Evil Ed. But Evil Ed was new. He hadn't yeah. leveled up like but Jerry was, has. But it was interesting to see that there is a leveling up process. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he then moves on Peter, but Charlie uh, holds up his crucifix, and apparently he has some serious Bible classes under his belt, because he freezes Jerry, and Jerry moans and withdraws from the fight. He's got his eyes, like, bug out a little bit, yeah, too. It's weird. But then Billy shows up and backhands Charlie's bitch ass off the balcony. Uh-huh. And then Peter fails his fear check and runs out Scooby-Doo style. <laughs> <laughs> and runs all the way back to Charlie's mom's house. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, it's just like, next door. Yeah. But... yeah, but still, like, what's Charlie's mom going to do? <laughs> Apparently, Charlie's mom is the secret powerhouse of this movie. If we could all just get her on board, she's, she's not like it'd be over. Yeah. She's not like the mom in Gremlins, no. though. She's not at work. She's not even fucking home. <laughs> is she at work? Is she dead? Do we know? Not yet. Is she with Lucy's parents? <laughs> Has Ed killed her? Who knows? Well, he runs in. Uh, Vincent runs in the house, yelling for Mrs. Brewster. He runs around, can't find her. He runs into her room, and sees that the phone lines have been cut. But in her bed is Evil Ed wearing a Raggedy Ann and Andy wig. I think he's doing the like, Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf, oh, yeah. And the red, Little Red Riding Hood gag. I guess. You know, like you do. Yeah, I do. Grandma, what big teeth you have. <laughs> he says that the mom is working nights and is uh, pretty much ready to fuck Peter up. Peter uh, runs away, falling on the table. Ed shifts to wolf form and charges. But Peter uses those old vampire hunting reflexes Stands his ground and stakes the beast, killing it instantly. No. Or oh, not. no. Ugh. That's not what happened. I have written down, I have never <laughs> seen a vampire death take this oh. long before. So it, long. What happens is he falls backwards and accidentally stabs Ed with the stake. And then this wolf thing falls off the edge and takes about a half hour to die. Oh. It transforms, which was very upsetting to watch. Yes. Like, this like was... if we could do favorite scene, least favorite scene... Least favorite scene. <laughs> I, gotta say, I gotta say, I know I picked this movie. I love this movie, but if I could cut that whole thing out, I it was very. Yeah, then you'll have like a twenty-minute movie. Like you can see <laughs> where know. they spent a lot of their effects budget. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel was poorly spent on Ed, but mm -hmm. this was just this transformation was just gross, and not in like scary gross, just like oh, thank <laughs> yeah. God I was like, eating. Is this over yet? Like. <laughs> Back at uh, JD's, he's uh, Jerry's carrying Charlie into his fuck room and drops him next to Amy. He then tosses him a steak. You'll need this just before dawn. Charlie rolls Amy over and sees she has fangs. He screams out, no, 
And Jerry smiles. Back at the Brewsters, Peter recovers, pull, but pulls the stake out of Ed's chest. Bad He's, move. Yeah. Heads back to JD's, and uh, JD apparently really went all out with the fog machine this year. <laughs> there's just smoke rolling off the house. Peter snoops around and finds Charlie finally. Uh, he breaks Charlie out of this room. Down below, Jerry and Billy are filling another coffin up with dirt, I assume, for Amy. Um, dirt of her homeland. Or, That's not or hard. Ed, maybe. Maybe. They don't Ed. know Ed's maybe dead. Ed. Maybe Ed. They're, I guess they're... Because aren't they expecting Charlie is going to kill Amy? So it's probably for Ed. Maybe. I don't Zed's know. Or maybe dead. Amy will kill Charlie. I don't know. Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead. <laughs> I don't know how did make becoming a vampire make Amy's hair grow. I wrote. Question. I wrote. He has the power to change her hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I know. That's well, he's power. like a level five. <laughs> the, two, <laughs> the two leave Amy and continue hunting for Jerry, and they run into Billy. He's at the bottom of the stairs and comes for them. Peter pulls his revolver and blows a hole in Billy's head. His body rolls down the stairs. Oh shit, I just killed a human. <laughs> and Jerry runs out after hearing the gunshot and goes to attack them, but Father Charlie throws up his cross and turns the undead. But not before. Jerry does a quick raise dead spell and Billy gets up. Funny thing, the funny thing about this movie to me is that this house isn't that big. <laughs> it may, what is it, maybe three bedrooms, a basement, a kitchen, den, and foyer? And all these people are stalking each other, like within 50 feet of each other, just kind of bumping into each other. It's, it's actually kind of funny. Wow. What I don't understand is, why was there both was sand and goo in Billy? Go ahead. I forgot. Go. No, I'm done. Tony? So, Undead Bill... That goo? So, Undead <laughs> Bill walks up the stairs, and Quick Draw McGraw fills them full of lead. And, and, and were those lead or were those wood bullets? Uh, I don't know. It didn't say. Well, they were probably lead or maybe silver because they weren't for a vampire. Okay. I think wood bullets you have to have specially made anyway. Either way, <laughs> there's, there's way too much gunpowder in them because he shoots it six times and the whole house is filled with smoke. <laughs> no, that's just... Maybe Jerry has dry ice to keep his fruit fresh. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, I didn't think of that. That's the, but, uh, that checks out. Billy doesn't re-die from the bullet rounds and walks through the smoke to grab them. He grabs Peter and picks him up over his head. But Charlie rams a wooden stake through Billy's chest, to which everyone watching goes, what? <laughs> but as Buffy the Vampire yes. says, it's okay. It's okay. You'd be surprised how many things can, that can kill. So Billy uh, melts, I guess. <laughs> and then turns to sand. It turns into Nickelodeon slime, and then at the end, sand. Which is so weird. And was he a bones. mummy? So what is was it, it? Is I it? I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes they say vampires will turn to dust. That's ducks. not what happens to a familiar. Is this like a whatever he was, he turns it? Maybe he was a creature from the Black Lagoon and he turned into sand. <laughs> maybe he was a ghoul? <laughs> Could he have been a ghoul? I don't know. He's obviously he some sort of familiar thing, but I just... Well, if you've ever seen my, a movie called My Best Friend is a Vampire... You've, no. never seen, you've never seen that shit? I've seen it, but I okay. can't remember it. Well, he, said, and he says, well, I'll put a stake through his heart, and that'll prove he's a vampire. And he goes, a stake through the heart will kill anything. Yeah. yeah. So. That's what Buffy exactly. says. Because they're like, it's not a vampire. She's like, oh, lots of things will die this way. <laughs> you know what? That we're going to watch later, and so you should too. Okay. It's a good flick. At this point, Jerry's getting impatient for how long it's taken Amy to cook, and he orders her to wake up. Charlie runs into the room and locks her into it. Jerry uh, says, fuck it, and smashes through a large stained glass window at the top of the staircase. Hmm. He Those and are Peter, expensive windows. 
Yeah. <laughs> he and Peter standoff, uh, have a standoff with him on the stairs. Peter holds up his cross, and Jerry starts to laugh, but apparently Peter has seen enough shit uh, seen enough shit tonight and turned Seth Gecko on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> These things are real, they're from hell, and if hell exists, there has to be a heaven. Um, so, with his newfound perspective, uh, he's got the touch, he's got the power. <laughs> and uh, Jerry is starting to feel it this time. Johnny signed every movie he's ever done. Dying I just am amazed by how many vampire movies we've done. <laughs> like, Practically, we're not done yet. Movie <laughs> There's, yeah. And there's more that we will do in the future, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. More, at least five or six more, I'm sure. Well, so Jerry, I'm going to do um, this movie called My Best Friend's a Vampire. <laughs> You're probably also eventually going to do Queen of the Damned. That's true. Yeah. yeah. One of us is. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to well, do I'll it. let you have that. Okay. Because Tony's actually not We're the only two people it. that like it. So. Right. <laughs> On Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Robert it, Townsend called. He asked me not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay, he holds the cross up, Jerry feels it this time, blah, blah, blah. Um, but this time, as he's held there, all the clocks in this house start to go off. Which is weird. And the sun rises right snap. behind him. Oh, snap. He shifts to a huge bat form and jumps Peter and Charlie. Uh, but Peter pulls him into the sunlight, into a beam of sunlight, and it burns him. But do you need to have that many clocks to let him know it's sunrise? <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> because he like had no idea. Him. Apparently. Like, he's like, do 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 oh shit, I forgot, it's time to go to bed. Well, there's no snoozing when there's that many clocks. That's true. And he can't snooze. <laughs> so, um, Jerry gets the shit out of there, and, uh, both Peter and, and, um, Charlie... Peter Paul and Mary. ...run into the basement to try and find his coffin. That's when Amy shows up. Charlie wards her off with a cross, but she freaks, she fakes him out and attacks him. And her mouth is incredibly large and full of teeth now. Yeah, yeah what is going on with that? Yeah. She morphs into her creepy alter ego. Ooh. Peter finds uh, Jerry's coffin. It's locked, so he beats it open with a chisel. And then hammers a stake into Jerry's chest, but apparently misses the heart. Pretty hardcore, though. You would think that that would really do some damage, though, because the pencil in the hand fucked yeah. his shit up That's earlier. That's true. Because when the pencil went through his hand and he went a little crazy, I was like, okay, well, it's wood through him in some way. But this, yeah, you'd think that this would be a hundred times the pencil through the hand. Well, they should have just done a pencil in his chest, and then it yeah. would have scared him, you know? would be like, yeah. fuck, you know? I, I wasn't paying attention to put a pencil in my chest. But it would have been better. Whatever. So Jerry rises uh, from his coffin and yanks the stake out and throws it away. But when he does, it smashes one of his blackened windows out, letting some sun rays in. Thank you for the sound effect, Carly. <laughs> Charlie, that was the sun, by the way. Charlie throws Amy off and runs around smashing windows here and there. Peter gets in on the act, and soon most of the room is lit up. I it's counted, like, holy shit, how many windows are in this room? Right. <laughs> I counted them. How many? Twelve. <laughs> okay, so I grew up in a house that has basement windows like that. Twelve of them? No. <gasps> no. More? No. A lot more. No. <laughs> like two? So, <laughs> so what eight, I got for eight. you is no. Eight. Eight. Well, there would have to be some load bearing, wouldn't there? It can't all there's, just be windows. But there's two on each side of my mom's house. Okay. okay. That's a total of eight. And they definitely wouldn't put in enough light to kill a vampire. He could hide in a corner and he'd be fine. Well, the sun's only going to come in on one they're side. Not, they're not that, I mean, they're big enough. That's true. They're big enough that Look, you could climb out in you the didn't case think of a about fire. This, okay, let me break it down for but, you. Fifth element style. You use shine pieces of metal. Uh, these <laughs> lights. I mean, there is a lot of junk in no, that. Yeah. 
basement. So there could be giant Egyptian mirrors for like reflecting light inside the pyramid. But Jesus Christ! And, it, and you look at me, go, that's better. Twelve. At least. Thank you. Twelve. <laughs> Even the house and the burbs only had two on the front. Even in From Dust Till Dawn, came out of that. if it hadn't been for that... Uh, Are you talking about a titty twister? <laughs> yeah, yes, but it ball. had that, that disco, disco ball. ball. That's what it was. God damn. Yeah, that was an Reflecting Aztec Reflecting all the light. Even <laughs> Aztecs didn't have as many windows as Jerry. <laughs> no, but they uh. did unfortunately have a disco ball. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out for them. Didn't get them all, though, because there was a sequel. <laughs> there was several <laughs> There was sequels. like several. So and a TV show. They made so, a TV show, too. So Jerry... And it's terrible. So Jerry... <laughs> not that I watched it all. <laughs> Enough to know. Yeah. Antonio will be reviewing it next week. So I Jerry. promise he watched them all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jerry. So Jerry dashes back to his coffin, but Peter slams it shut before he can get into it. Jerry looks at the old man and laughs as he moves in to kill him, but Charlie jumps behind them and yanks down the 12th mirror, uh, the 12th window, mm-hmm. and lets uh, JD gets bashed by some serious UV rays. She's put on the sunscreen. And he says, Bitch. He's blasted against the wall, screaming, Amy. And his skeleton's a bat monster, and he burns and implodes. He disappears. Charlie, Peter, and the now human Amy stand up and all hug. Aww. 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 No that, hard feelings. That wouldn't turn her back to a human. No. Well, the well thing it was, did in Dracula. They killed well, Dracula, they and she it became a human before again. Before dawn. They said they had to do it before dawn, but this is like noon. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, yeah, where, I where mean, the sun's coming in. You know, sometimes a fight feels like it takes a long time, but it really doesn't. <laughs> We've all yeah, played no the role playing game. There's no way enough sunlight would be in <sighs> at 7.30 yeah, in the it's morning. It's after daybreak. All right, so on dead. every side of the yeah. house. Got it. He's dead. Moving on. Afterwards, it seems uh, to be another night, um, like another like night down the week. There's a for sale sign at Jerry's house, and we go back into Jerry's b- bedroom. He and Amy are making out, and Peter Vincent comes on the TV. We don't go back to Jerry's bedroom. We go back to Charlie's bedroom. What I say, Jerry's? Yes. Oh, yeah, we go to Charlie's bedroom. And him and Dad. Yeah, this one doesn't have fur on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, They're no having walk. a sexy time. Um, so, Peter's on TV. He seems to have a new show and a new format because his new, his new movies are about aliens. Jerry gets uh, Charlie gets up and goes over to turn the TV off. And when he comes back, he shoots a glance across to his neighbor's or Jerry's old house and sees two red eyes looking out at him. He stops and Amy asks what, and he smiles and says nothing, and then jumps back into bed. The eyes show up again, and then we hear Evil Ed yell, "You're so cool, Brewster!" And that's it. So right. in the sequel, is Evil Ed the bad guy? Nope. He's not even in it. He's not even in it. <laughs> oh. Hey. I know why. I don't. Because they couldn't get him? Because I looked at this guy's IMDb. Because <laughs> he's a porn star now. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> no, he, was in a, he was in a movie later. No, he, w- he was he's in a in bunch. 986 Evil or something. He, like he, did, he was in a bunch of horror movies before yeah. he switched to If he was porn. a porn actor, you're like, was the schedule that busy? No, I'm just saying, I don't know. If I, I'm going to bring that up in my final thoughts. <laughs> Why don't you go first? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. Um, <laughs> so, Carly. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm not ready. Okay. okay. Your nose should be in front of you. They are in front of me, but like I said before we started, I didn't finish them. <laughs> so, right night? No. I remember I told you I wanted to watch it again when we had to postpone recording, and then I didn't because of your hysterectomy. <laughs> Elaine. Elaine. All right. Go ahead, All right. Elaine. All right. Yes, please. Okay. So, my least favorite character is Evil Ed. All right. My favorite character is Jerry Humperdinck. 
Although, I really wish he had been more menacing. Because I feel like he's a better actor than he showed in this movie. And he could have been scarier. Like, I don't think this movie was very scary. Um, my favorite line is when Charlie goes to... Um, oh, what's his name? The, the studio. The movie studio to talk to... Peter Vincent? Pre P yeah, Peter Vincent. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he said, tells him that he does believe in vampires. And Peter Vincent says, that's nice. If oh. only there had been a few more of you, my ratings might have been higher. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite line. And my favorite scene is when Evil Ed is killed and turned into a vampire. Because this is when I was like, what else has that guy been in? Because he's totally annoying. And porn. this is when I found out that he was in a slew, for over a decade, gay and bisexual porn. So that's where you knew it from, was the gay and bisexual porn? <laughs> made me laugh, because I was yeah. reading these porn... This is she used to play her theme I was reading, <laughs> I was reading the porn titles to John, and they were very funny. So this is my favorite scene, because I learned about Evil Ed's porn career. <laughs> and I found that that whole learning about that was more entertaining than I found this whole movie. Um, so I'm going to give it an A because I didn't think it was scary at all and it wasn't funny enough. Like, there wasn't enough things that I found funny to be, like, a funny horror movie. Okay. And I didn't think it was scary. It was just boring. And it took a really long time to get going. Mm -hmm. And I wish they had spent a little less money on the grotesque wolf effects and a little bit more on making Jerry Humpertink a creepier vampire. His makeup was not very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, was, <laughs> that yeah. All so I, it's going to be a name for, for me. All right. All right. Carly? Oh. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give <laughs> oh, what no, I've got. Oh, no, it's my turn. He called me. It's yeah. your turn okay. You have a minute to write. you got more time. Carl. Well, I'm not going to come up with a favorite line now. I don't know what he the fucking Okay, lies. so I... <laughs> you can't give her six of yours and pick them out. Look, it could be... Uh, when he pays Evil Ed eight dollars, he says, "Far be it for me to turn down a fool and his money." Remember the pain the ass was talking about. And earlier? then there was the one that I said, and then there was also before he gets killed, when he starts to get scared, he yells, "Oh fuck you, Brewster!" That's a good one. <laughs> Pick one of those. Maybe John's will jog your memory. <laughs> Which is <laughs> my favorite character is Charlie. He's up a post-it note. <laughs> my least favorite character is Evil Ed. All right, Charlie. He's fucking said? annoying. Yes, Charlie. Charlie was your favorite. Okay. <laughs> my favorite scene is the end, where um, it's Evil Ed and he's alive and he's like, "Oh, you're so cool, Brewster," because he's alive and it's like, "Oh, they're gonna make more of these and it's gonna be cool." And no. I thought he was going to be in the next one. You he, said there was a sequel. No, it's Jerry Dandridge's sister. No, oh, really? What's her Are name? You serious? I don't remember. Jerrica? No. no. Jessica? But no, he was busy being no. a reverse porcupine. Cause he had as many pricks out of him as he had in him. You know, just like. Uh, but Charlie and, and then go I don't know if he was the catcher or the. It's a joke. <laughs> you never heard that joke before? It's, it's yeah. If your girlfriend had as many pricks Icky. out of her as they had in her, I'm just saying she looked like a porcupine. Ouch. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm the one who heard that. <laughs> I never heard it. Now but, all of our listeners have heard it. Use that at your discretion, <laughs> listeners. I could have done without Delight you. Delight your friends. <laughs> anyway, Cross thought it was funny. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never told that joke to my son. If you yeah. did, he would think it's funny because he's a 14-year-old boy. And I know. As he would tell all previous, his <laughs> As discussed Probably. in previous Which episodes, 15-year-old boys are gross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my favorite quote is um, Peter Vincent. I've just been fired because nobody wants to see vampire killers anymore. Or vampires, either. Apparently, all they want to see is demented madmen in ski masks hacking up young virgins. 
Nice. I do remember that line. Yeah, that was a good line. It was like, <laughs> because this was the time, you know, Friday the 13th yeah. and, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. These were all huge movies. And like you the read highest grossing movie of this year was Freddy 3. See? <laughs> like you read in your review, uh, vampires have kind of gone out at the right. point yeah. when... But don't worry, they'll come back. Oh, they yeah. always come back. Times. They're they like cockroaches. <laughs> yeah, they come back, don't worry. Um, so, I'm going to give it a maybe. Right. Really? And only yeah, only because after watch like I thought for sure I was like, oh, I'm gonna love this movie. I thought so <laughs> <'Cause> too. <laughs> you repeatedly I, said you liked it way more than I did. I know, like I remembered loving this movie, and then watching it again, I'm like, wow, this just looks really nostalgia. bad. <laughs> and it's a, it's a nostalgia yeah. watch. Mm -hmm. So I enjoyed it by watching it because it's a nostalgia watch. So I'm gonna say maybe because if you're gonna watch this for the first time ever, you're not gonna love it. But if you've seen this before, watch it again. You'll you'll enjoy it. And that's it, right? Carly, you have to go now. <laughs> All right. Your turn. My favorite character is Jerry. Okay. My least okay. favorite character was the only thing I had written in this category. Evil Ed. Wasn't he's he terrible. Terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, he was really annoying. Every time he was on there, I was like, oh. His voice. His voice <laughs> is annoying. That could have been a much better horrible. character Just with horrible. a different actor. My favorite scene I wrote when they were at the club. When uh, they the went to dance. Gross dancing? Yes. In the icky makeup. And he was trying to call <laughs> Vincent. With the icky and, uh, and she kept dancing with him even though she didn't want to. Yeah. And so you blame Rocky. You thought Rocky was a bad guy. <laughs> and my favorite line, I'll go with the money one. At least he didn't pour water on her. Because yeah. I didn't really have one. I'm also going to do Maybay. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, I. Have seen this movie now a couple of times, but mm -hmm. like I said, it kind of runs together with some Girl of the other movies you like a fungus? that you have nostalgia for, but I don't. And I think because every time I've seen it, it's been with Tony, and he likes it so much. He's like, "Oh, look at this! Oh, this is why he's my favorite! Oh, this is this!" So I then, don't that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't believe you, sir. <laughs> I don't believe you. Sir. So he. His appreciation for it kind of rubs off on me because while we're watching it, he's showing me all the reasons why he likes it so much. So, if I weren't watching it with him, I probably wouldn't like it as much as I do. But <laughs> That's what you do. so I have to go. I agree with you. If you've never seen it before and you watch it for the first time now, you're going. But if mm, you've seen it before yeah. and you liked it, then you're gonna you're, still, you're still like gonna it. like it. It, it. it holds up. And in I, I love me some Humperdinck. <laughs> Said nobody ever. All right, now we take us home. Humperdinck, Humperdinck, Humperdinck. Anyway, my favorite character is Jerry Dandridge. I'm the only one who liked Charlie the best. Yes. <laughs> Least favorite character. He's douchey. I actually didn't really hate anybody in the movie. You don't hate Evil Ed. I don't hate Evil Ed. Ah! You gotta hate somebody. What about Charlie's mom? What about the bouncer? I mean, they're just doing the job. So. Evil Ed is Amy. Amy, you don't. What like about that one dancer in the club Amy? who didn't do anything? That one dancer in the club, I didn't care for him. Yeah, see, there you go. So there Got you one. Oi. <laughs> or the wolf. The animal. No, actor? the wolf is bad. Tony likes animals, so you're not going to get him to hate an animal. Um, <laughs> my favorite line is when uh, Charlie's uh, first meets Jerry, and Jerry's fucking with him in front of his mother. Yeah. He's like, "What's the, what's the matter, Charlie? Afraid I would never come over without being invited first. And yeah, that was a good line. A lot of, lot of veiled shit back and forth. It's pretty cool. I do enjoy that scene. That's my second favorite scene. My favorite scene is when they do the vampire test on Jerry. I thought yeah. it was pretty fun. A lot of funny shit in there. You know, obviously I picked the movie. I liked it. Um, one of the reasons I... I so a yay for Tony? Yeah. <laughs> one of the reasons I like this movie is because they keep a lot of the vampire lore in it. And I always enjoy vampire stories like this because, to me, they're more of a, uh, it's like a, uh, 
riddle or a mind game. You know, like you're a vampire. You're super powerful, but you can't be around crosses. You can't be around garlic. You gotta drink blood. There's all these little rules for you. And mm -hmm. I gotta hunt you down. And I have all these little gimmicks that I can use. So it's like, who can outsmart who? Mm. It's kind of, it's, that's why I like them. Yeah, unlike the Incredible Hulk, where you just, you know. Yeah, you just can't beat him. He's just beat <laughs> to death. <laughs> just, he'll just smash. Yeah. All right, so oh. next week. On the podcast. I'm sorry. No, no. We can't do that part what? yet. Oh. Why? We Because you have to find us. Oh. <laughs> Which well, is why are you letting us do this then? You're over here I on a fucking iPad. I thought pointing to you no, because it was time is... for you to do your spiel. But then he said next week, and then I started to go with it, and that's wrong. All right. Do your spiel. So, please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. On Twitter at Unmovie Podcast and on Instagram at Unmovie Podcast, Podcast Dogs. Dogs. One day he's going to actually learn that. <laughs> but uh, I follow it on Instagram. Look for me on Instagram. Email us, unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, don't do that. Go to Twitter. <laughs> we're getting a few new reviews and we, we're going to have to read them probably coming up. Quite a few now. Um, yeah, we'll and, do that. Uh, and thank you for that and keep them coming. It's great. And Thanks to Horror Movie Night. They started following us, and they are playing our commercial. Totally uh, made a commercial. Well, friends, if you get a chance, check out Horror Movie Night. I, mm -hmm. I listened to a couple episodes. They're good. I got. I got to say, they've done some similar movies too. Yeah, even if the movie, I'm like, oh, I don't like to movie, but I listen to it anyway. Yeah, they're entertaining, so it's okay. Mm -hmm. Jennifer's body was good. Not as good as our episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, they just don't take as long. They don't really go in depth like we do. Right. They, they're, this is where you get the in depth line by line analysis yeah, yeah. that you really want. This is remember a that the whole point twenty minutes where he talked about Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> like we spend more time talking about TikTok than anything yeah. else. <laughs> oh, but if you uh, want to listen to a podcast that's not about movies, I. Uh, provided a clip for the Station Wagon podcast and their episode about left-handedness because I am left-handed. Um, You're left-handed? That's yes. why she's evil. <laughs> <laughs> There's like six fingers. And also, tune in next week when it's going to be my Halloween No, no, pick. you don't do that. No. Join us next week while the spookiness continues for Carly's pick. Only Lovers Left Alive. Now, I've never heard of this fucking movie. What is this? <laughs> That's why it's underappreciated. <laughs> Holy shit. What is this movie? It's a vampire romance. It's going to oh. be Timer all over again. Oh, fuck. It's, it's You're going to hate it. <laughs> Timer's of vampires, folks. Look forward to that. <laughs>